No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. (laughs) All right, it's time for another episode of Con Air Radio, of course, from Phoenix Comic Con. Of course, we're your hosts. We got R-Tab. That's me, and we are here. Yes, we got uh, Cameron the Film Dropout. That horn honk was like right on the mark. I know, that was like right at the beginning. That was good. Uh, of course, we got Amy right Hi. over here as well. Hello. And uh, your resident Dr. Krieger for the day. That was, uh, that was me, Jared. Uh, so how is everything going at the con today? Incredibly. I, once we got in, once <laughs> we got in, once we got it was in, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so, of course, we, we weren't going to talk on the topic yesterday just because we didn't know all the information. But uh, for those of you that have been following the Phoenix Comic Con news, um, just a brief synopsis of what happened. There was a uh, an, uh, almost a, active shooter, almost active shooter, somebody who came in who was posting to Facebook that they were going to shoot up uh, the Phoenix PD that were out here. And he had. Uh, a couple different weapons on him. I believe it was a shotgun, three handguns, a knife, and a partridge in a pear tree. And a partridge in a pear tree, but enough enough ammo to, to really do some partridge. damage. Yeah. Go for that alliteration. He cooked. Um, he cooked it first, and he's a really terrible cook. Yeah. Uh, but because of this uh, of this one person, uh, security's been heightened here at Phoenix Comic Con, uh, along with the banning of all prop style weapons. Uh, including anything made out of cardboard foam that resembles a weapon. Silly buddy. And for, and for a time, for a couple of hours, there was even a ban on all props. Yeah. Any the, and all props was not allowed. Uh, I don't know if... I, fought, I saw some cosplayer reaction on Instagram. I saw a couple who had gone live and were infuriated that mm-hmm. they would ban their props. My immediate reaction to that was kind of along the lines of, you know how close we were like how on the line like we, at the last second it, this whole thing was stopped otherwise we we're gonna have like another manchester right but i also get the upset you know with all the work and the thing so it's kind of an interesting thing that started to spread out of from this yeah i i, I personally i i kind of i i did spend some time in making a prop weapon for my joker mad max cosplay that i'm going to be doing tomorrow and I am kind of bummed that I'm not going to be able to bring it in, but I'm still alive. I'm I'm still alive, and I mean I got to say you know even even with all the backlash from the different cosplayers and whatnot, um, even just seeing it today, yes, there were very long lines. People were waiting for about two hours to get in. They were checking bags. They were you know they were they closed off everything on Third Street uh, to non-public access. So it was really, uh, really a little bit of a hassle, I will say that. But once you got in, honestly, everything was running smoothly. But it was getting past the gate after that, you know, up to that point, everything was literally, and I, I, I don't like using this phrase loosely, but it was a clusterfuck. Eh. It was definitely a slow process getting in, but I think it's more of a test. I think tomorrow they'll make a minor, a couple adjustments, and it should run smooth. Yeah, yeah I walked right in. Yeah, I didn't. Have, I didn't wait. I wasn't enough. waiting very long at all. Yeah, yeah I yeah. kept hearing people I even had using bag. their we media went, passes. To do we it. went <laughs> around uh, um, Fifth Street. Yeah, and they, they they had a place for people with passes. Okay. I, I'm actually thinking about just uh, catapulting across to the other side come across the building tops. I, I, don't, I don't think that would be wise. Hey, no. if I do it with a Spider-Man outfit on, will that justify That it? would definitely maybe, make maybe, the news. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would. Um, so Then they would outlaw some, something else. Yeah. So so in, in, in light of these events, uh, pretty much we actually have with us uh, somebody who's actually studied the field of criminology, uh, kind of to get, get a little bit of the... Uh, what she thinks the, the the background is on the on this whole thing. I know. Uh, uh, well, let, let me go ahead and introduce her. Her name's Jessica. She's sitting right here next to me. Say say hello, Jessica. Hello. Uh, so for those of you listening, yes, she's my girlfriend. 
Um, <laughs> I, I just have to put that out there. But uh, yeah, I was like trying to say what was relevant on that. Okay. Yeah, it, Jared's it's not, such not a relevant good boy. Um, but uh, I know uh, I know you said that you had uh, studied a little bit on uh, what had happened and the different uh, prop uh, rules and regulations that other comic cons uh, have brought into play in the past. Uh, how do you think that that actually? Uh, well, what, what what's your take on the whole on the whole thing, on the whole situation? So, in light of recent events across the pond, and also just the way that the world is, some of the things that they implement, implemented after this incident should have been done for the whole con. It should have started with the closing off certain areas. Actually, last year, one of the things that I thought to myself when I came here was, wow, this is really open to the public, really accessible without your badge. I didn't really see security in force, and now I'm seeing them in force. I'm also seeing PD in force. It's very obvious that there's a presence and that they are prepared, or at least we'd hope that they are prepared for incidences of this sort, um, better so than they were yesterday. But there's, they're doing a, they're doing half of the things correctly, and the other half they're going a little too far out with, in my opinion. So the con, the con or law enforcement? Uh, the con and the area themselves. So oh, okay. a lot of the PD presence is expected, especially after this kind of incident. Um, they should have been here in this kind of large incident to begin with. Bag checks should have been happening, but they shouldn't be every single person. It should be a randomized bag check. I think those have shown and proven to be a lot more effective in these types of situations. Uh, also, at the same time, banning all props to me was a bigger issue. Uh, Phoenix Comic Con is estimating, don't quote me on this, it, it's just what we've heard about $10,000 worth of refunds due to the long lines and due to people refusing to come after this knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, and, and that's that's a big thing, too, is Comic-Con has actually put out there, you know, if you feel uh, pretty much slighted by this, you can, you can ask for a refund. And, I mean, yeah, it's good on them for offering such a, such a service, but... Honestly, the the thing that's making the the refunds happen is something that can be easily fixed, easily controlled. Who made this decision? Whose decision was it? The, this was actually the the high end, the higher ups of uh, Phoenix Comic Con, along with. I think it was under the guidance. Well, yeah, the, under the just, guidance. Just of to PD. make make sure I'm 100 percent clear, Phoenix uh, Comic Con is a private Comic Con, right? Okay. Correct. Yes. So. If it's their con, and I'm just devil's advocating here. Personally, I'll just go on the record saying I did not feel threatened. I, this was a non-incident. If anything, this is I'm put Comic Con on. I don't, I don't care. I don't like this. It happened. It's not. Nothing's going to happen now for sure because now everyone's on alert. So I think it, it, a, a lot of people are, are being worried past the point of needing to be. Uh, what I was going to say though is that as, as far as uh, the rights of Comic-Con itself, since it's a private thing and it's, uh, you know, it is a for-profit, I could imagine the legal ramifications if something had happened would have been probably the end of Phoenix Comic-Con as we know it, so maybe it's just an issue of them taking, you know, every possible legal precaution to protect themselves and their, their patrons. And so I, I kind of am almost a little resentful of people who find it to be an inconvenience. I, I, I was fine with it. To be honest... Uh, Again, that's a devil's advocate thing. That's, that's not necessarily how I feel personally. I, I just like <laughs> the fact that, you know, yeah, it's increased security. We're still getting in. We're still going to be doing our event. We're still going to be enjoying ourselves. If it takes a little bit longer because uh, they're checking everybody and they don't want an incident, that's fine with me. If they would have increased the, the security and just put out socially that they're increasing security... The, the odds of anything happening would have dropped off like a lead brick, to be honest. Now, how, how, how do you think this guy got in here? Like, I mean, with... with I, I can attest to that, okay. too. Yeah, Cameron's already snuck into a few different places <laughs> that he wasn't that's, supposed that's kinda, to be. And that's exactly partly, partially my point. When I first got to Con, before anything had really opened up, I was able... I had a pass and everything. But I was able to get out onto the vendor hall before it was open to the public. Now, I have seen 
a ton of cosplay in my time. Uh, the the replica the level of replica the craftsmanship in this is it's becoming the line is so blurred that it's not wholly unbelievable for me to someone for someone to actually sneak in a real weapon and not be immediately noticed by police. I know orange tips are a thing, right. but not everyone's paying attention. And on top of that, when I did check in yesterday, there was no one actively waving people to have their items peace bound. It was. It almost had the idea or the implication of, well, no, you're on your honor. But they, at least from what I could visually see as I was walking through the con, so they should have been, I think, maybe more uh, diligent about forcing people to go have their things peace bonded first. Yeah. Right, and, and, and in this case, I think it was more along the lines of table placement. Yeah, the, but sneaking, the tables in, are there. sneaking in an actual weapon would not be a problem no, here. No, it wouldn't And be. amongst all the other prop weaponry and things that can come in. I mean, seriously, you can take a gun, pop it down the back of your pants, still go like this. You know, if they're, unless they're using metal detectors, they're not going to frisk you. Right. So it, it doesn't take that much. And I totally agree with that. I don't want to put fault on any individual group. However, Phoenix Comic Con's relying on the event center to do the security. Um, I've seen very little Phoenix Comic Con security volunteers. That mm-hmm. might be because of Arizona state law with security. I am a licensed Arizona security guard, and it does take quite a bit to get that license. Um, at the same time, somebody's failing to wave these people on. Like you said, you didn't see it at all. And that, to me, being in a place and working day and day with this kind of thing is okay, who either failed to do that part of their job or who's afraid to do that part of their job? I, I think for me, based on the, the rumblings I hear and you know behind the scenes of what goes on with Khan and things like that, I would I would have I'd put be comfortable putting money on that manpower was the issue because there was this whole debacle with volunteers and things like that. So I can imagine only from that the fallout of that is they had way less people to cover uh, the the operations uh, than they needed because of that. So, so that w- would be my first guess. That kind of brings up a point of, do you think uh, Phoenix Comic Con did not hire as many or did not? I mean, because there are event security here, and that is a separate contractor than the uh, the Phoenix, the, than the, the convention center. You know, I'm not... I'm not here to put blame on any one organization. Well, I it's mean, not they, a blame. It's a recollect. It's just a recognition. I'm just going off of kind of what I noticed and what I kind of observed through the con. I, I would say that you know something like this at any point was bound to happen. Frankly, I was surprised it didn't happen last year mm-hmm. or the year before that or the year before that, just because of everything that has been going on, and and it almost made I wasn't too shocked because it's just the time we're in, but. Well, last year we had, what was it, the fire alarm near the end of the year? Or was that the year before? Yeah, yeah that was two years ago. Oh, wow. It's, time flies fast. Yeah, last uh, last year there there wasn't there actually wasn't anything last year okay. that, that I can remember, at least. Okay, so the fire alarm is was the only other incident that, that was kind of a clear out, let's get everybody yeah. into safety thing. So what happens when someone goes in and buys? I mean, I saw a thousand prop weapons for sale inside, they, they did have, and, they and do I have saw a real for weapons for sale inside. They had real katanas in there, yeah. Yeah. Right. No, what they, they're what they're doing now, I think they're putting. Sorry to cut you off. Oh yeah, here. go ahead, go ahead. Uh, what I've seen them doing is they're boxing everything up, and you have to I mean it. Be, it has to stay in its box from the like the huh. booth to your car, and you have to do that immediately, and then come back in. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So you if you buy one, then you, you, you got to take it out. straight to your car. Yeah. That's, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that, and that, that, that's something that... And I even, mean, even if it's a prop weapon, I mean, you know, the costume store is oh yeah. a prop even weapon. If it, even if it's a prop weapon, it has to stay uh, wrapped so, up, packaged, uh, and if you leave the con area... It can't come back. It can't come back with you. It has to be in your car, in your hotel room, um, and Interesting. you can't no, bring I, it back. I wonder what the, the fallout of, on vendors is going to be. That, that's actually there, something I didn't even think about. There'll probably be a slight discre- decrease in some of their sales for the weapons kind of people, but uh, the, the issue that I'm kind of more concerned about is, okay, fine, I just bought myself this really nice, sweet battle axe that I drove here on the light rail. Okay. That was kind of my point of why I think that mm-hmm. maybe that would cause a decrease in sales because yeah. people are more aware yeah. of like not being able to bring their hold their items with them. Yeah. Right. Or so, that, as I was thinking, if they could have 
if they were able to use that, that's going to increase the sales because people are going to be on one side of the security with prop weapons selling them. Right. You know, or, either or. That's why I was curious. So, so in light in light of this event, other conventions that that you've that you've researched, um, you know, if if events like this have happened, do you think it would be such a such a huge reaction or? Or are we going a little overboard with this? So the two conventions I really focused on looking at were Dragon Con in Atlanta and San Diego Comic Con, both much older than this convention. So I want to give a lot of credit to this knee-jerk kind of response to the age and the people who are running it not being educated enough in how to handle these things. So I think especially in bigger cities or cities that are more prepared for these things, it just wouldn't occur in the same way. I think it's just between PD and Phoenix Comic Con not knowing how to handle it or not being fully educated or it's a new experience for them. Whereas with Atlanta, there's such a big gun culture in Georgia to begin with that they have to compete with. (laughs) Uh, Actually comparing the language from Dragon Con's wording and Phoenix and San Diego Comic-Con, it's so much more strict, more militaristic explanation of what you can and cannot do. Um, Bare bones, we don't care kind of language of what is acceptable and what is not. Whereas you pull up San Diego's and it's a lot more fun and flirty kind of website where things are explained a lot more down to earth and not so serious. And it's just amusing to me that I'm actually from Atlanta. So seeing those two things interact was interesting to me. So kind of along that lines, what you what would you think the response of uh, San Diego if something like this would have happened? San Diego, I think... After arresting him, if everything went as smoothly as it did, because given the PD, they did an awesome job arresting him, um, I don't think it would have hit media as much as it did here. Hmm. I don't think it would have been that big of a deal on the media. I think we would have seen the same, maybe no prop weapons banned again. Um, Or like you said, just saying we're upping security in light of some recent developments that have shown us that we have some weaknesses. I don't think it would have been this whole media scandal uh, per se as it is today. And and I think that's probably where it should end. I I really do think that they reacted. Um, It might have been a little bit overboard. Um, but at the same time, they did react. Well, and, and I will say this. I actually turned the corner uh, just after they had arrested the, the gentleman and actually uh, escorted him off property. Cool. And there was a couple of, uh, of police officers there. Honestly, I didn't know what was going on. I, you know, It took me probably about another hour to an hour and a half after seeing this person being escorted off property to, to fully realize what was going on. So, I mean, there was a lot of people that I, that I was talking to uh, yesterday and today, just like, yeah, we didn't we didn't know about it, we didn't hear anything about it until it hit the media, and I I do think that you know with the, with the police response, I mean, they did they like I, like like you said, they did an awesome job responding to it, getting uh, getting everything taken care of, but I think the media kind of brought it to a level that it should never have gotten to. Like you're, you're saying, you're suggesting that maybe the media blew up out of proportion? I, I, I like do think so. Like a mountain out of a molehill type so. situation? I, I, I kind of believe so. I think they... I believe so. I felt like the story grew from yesterday till today. Like yeah. every time, it was a new added thing. Oh, now it's... And I actually heard one that said that he was he was going after the Red Power Ranger. Like, oh yeah, the the uh, that, yeah, that was just that. an added thing. The, the, like the, I, there was actually I, I it just, just kept growing. I just finished reading the story before we started uh, before we started. Uh, so I guess this gentleman about 14 years ago um, had threatened to or had actually stabbed Jason David Frank, and the same person, the same person. Oh. Um, and, th- and this was 14 years ago. And he said he, when he found out that Jason David Frank was coming to Phoenix Comic Con because he's local, because the, the, this guy who, who perpetrated mm. this was local, he was going to come here to finish the job. That's, th- those are his words. Um, 
So, so he sounds like a crazy person. He, he, he does sound like a crazy person, and it, yeah. it's unfortunate. Did you see the mug shot? He looked like he was a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah. But every time I hear the story, it changes. So I, yeah, I, I'm true. kind of, you know... Uh, it's one of the problems with living in social, the, the social networking. Right. Someone's going to get it. They're going to run with it. Someone creates a fake, uh, a fake news thing. Oh, this guy did it. No, his mother made him do it. Or he was being <laughs> talked to by the little devils or whatever. You know, there's going to be different ways that we hear it. And, and no matter what, we're never going to really believe it. Also, we're going to know is they caught him. It was here. Everything's done. Let's move on. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's literally every. I don't even care like, anymore. It's just I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling <laughs> through my Facebook feed. I'm scrolling, like I'm watching the news, and it's literally every five minutes is something, something new, some big development. Oh, yeah. And I mean, not, 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 not to sound, you know, uh, kind of, kind of conceited about this, but I mean, I, I was actually featured on, on. Um, I saw that. Oh, what was it? AZ the, Central. A, AZ yeah, Central I on their, that. on their webpage, and. You know, to have such a great moment like that, and then literally the next story behind that is uh, possible shooting, or a possible shooter at Phoenix Comic Con. The next one after it's like, okay, that kind of marred the experience for right. me. Right. It's just like, okay, you know, it 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 was kind of cool, and then now it's like, okay, now it's just this kind of turned into something that's just like now unimaginable. Here's right. the kind of cool thing is. Uh, a lot of people did blow it out of proportion, like saying, oh, I'm not going to do this. Oh, I'm pissed. I want my money back. This, this, and that. Now, I saw some interesting reactions where it was kind of cool, too. I saw two people post about, you can't take your, your weapon, take a banana. Yeah, and that I was kind of my, that was kinda my thing. I was going to say, make a joke out of it. Take right. your sign and be like, this is where my prop would be if I could bring it. Well, and, and that and, was and, the and second actually, one. Actually, somebody did it. Uh, somebody was cosplaying Boomer from Flash. Okay. And he took all of his boomerangs off and actually uh, <laughs> pinned a note on his back saying, uh, uh, I, st- uh, I stole your weapons, sign the Flash. Uh, uh, now, okay. I saw one that was Deadpool That's with awesome, sword one, sword two, and then a uh, little... Uh, uh, stickies where gun said gun was here, gun was here, you know, yeah. and that's it. That's creative because they worked with the situation, and because of it, they're going to get a little bit of attention. Because outside of the guy with the banana and the one that had the the Deadpool that had this tape, everyone else was kind of like eh, running around grumpy. Well, and so. and here's here's actually also a suggestion that I had. I mean, I know I know people work hours and hours and days on these on these wonderful props that they create from scratch. And now they can't show them off. Well, how about we, you know, do something off-site where it's literally just a uh, a prop party? Literally, we go out and everybody, we can look at these. Yes, everybody wants to see no. each other's homemade yeah. props. And, and, and yeah, we can that's push part it. of the fun, and I agree with that. We can push it, call it title, I want to see your big gun. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Show me your weapon. <laughs> Is that a banana in your pocket? <laughs> All right, so... Um, so we're we're gonna we're going to go into break here really quick. But uh, any any last thoughts that you have on the situation, and uh, how how do you think uh, this is going to affect Phoenix Comic Con in the future? I think it. I hope Phoenix Comic Con takes it away as a learning experience. What worked and what didn't work today. Hopefully, we'll see next year, and hopefully, they'll actually, since the media has already caught on, say this is what we're changing and doing for next year. I hope that they will allow weapon prop weapons to come back, and I hope that their way of peace bonding gets a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I did also hear to kind of wrap it up. I did also hear a gentleman that runs his own cons. Uh, he outright put a post out there that he is not going to change his policies on it because it, for that specific reason. People put a lot of effort into these. You know, we're just going to go ahead and go with it. Now, of course, he's also in a slightly smaller con, so they don't put out, you know, 130,000 people. Yeah, and I'm sure he needed to soapbox a little. Uh, no, actually, he just wanted to be he wanted to be ahead of the game because this is going to be opening uh, a lot of doors where people are going to go, well, what about this? What about that? What about this? He just wanted to be let everybody else know because, yes, it would affect his sales, too, if all of a sudden says you can't bring your prop, your prop weapons to an anime convention. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the, uh, a big thing with anime is they, they're outlandish, huge weaponry, the swords, the guns, the uh, everything. And for, for a cosplayer to not be able to bring something like that that ties 
their costume together or where you know you have like a a show like bleach uh an anime where a lot of the characters look the same their noted you know their most notable part of their costume is the the specific weapon you know i bet the perfect solution would be to segment a a section of the con off exclusive for uh props where like it's a props only area and then, but anywhere else in the con, you have to stow them or store them somewhere else. So, can't like in the they, Hall of Heroes, yeah. you can have your props, but I mean, everywhere else can't have. Can't, I, I don't know. I feel like they should be. There should. I mean, that, we know the difference between a you know a cardboard tinfoil sword and but, a real sword. Yeah. I mean, can't there? Can't we just use some judgment? Yeah, I mean, but maybe you can, you can change. You can put a. You could put a cardboard sleeve over a, a real blade. Well, maybe the, uh, things should be checked and then well, and, approved and, or not approved. And, and that, that's, that, that, I don't that, know. that's the big thing because I noticed walking into... Or they should have different... Yeah, well, I, I noticed walking into Phoenix Comic Con yesterday how detached the peace bonding table was from the front entrance. They're off the, to the side. The, it, was off, it was literally off to the side. It was probably about a good 100 to 150 feet away from the entrance and literally you could take a left, a right, or go around it without somebody from that table being able to see you. Yeah, that was right. kind of what I meant when I said yeah. it was an on your honor thing. Because it was. It's yeah. Like, oh, you better come get a peace bonded, but we're yeah. not going to really and, make yeah. you. And if, if it's, it should be something to where, okay, you enter here, this is the peace bonding station you have to pass by if you have a weapon. They will check it. If the if you do not have a weapon, they will pass you through. But right. it has to be uh, it has to be peace bonded. It has to be checked before you enter the floor. You could also turn around saying, "Hey, great, we're going to go ahead and we're going to rent the big uh, TSA uh, full body scanner thing, so that everybody has to funnel through this thing. Gives them a full scan, one shot, boom." Peace bonded on the other side. You're ready to go. So I wonder if there's a big dumpster down there somewhere full of homemade props. There, uh, honestly, there know. there probably is. They uh, actually, from <laughs> what from what I from what I actually saw this morning, there were some people who had some props that didn't hear about the situation at all. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there was quite a few. I didn't. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. We didn't oh, even start hearing the announcements. I wonder if the Ghostbusters were able to wear their proton packs. Ooh. Actually, actually, there was something uh, posted about that from uh, Phoenix Comic Con. Oh, please tell. So they actually said. Uh, Ghostbusters are, are allowed to have their proton packs, but the uh, the proton wand has to stay on the pack. Ha- has to be permanently attached to the pack or removed completely. Hmm. So huh. what? So it either had to be on there, and literally they they had to check it to make sure it was not able to be pulled off. How are you going to come up with a permanent way of locking that down? On I know. The fly? Zip, the, zip ties. Zip that, that, that's, well, okay, that, that yeah, was that okay. was their that was one of their answers that I actually asked somebody about. That's say? so funny. I mean, come on, it, it's obviously not a handgun. Yeah, but there's a lot of things you can do with it. They were letting little girls not bring in a magic wand. I heard about that. Yeah, I also heard something about, and I don't know if this is true, but those Harry Potter books. Somebody told somebody told they couldn't bring in a fake Harry Potter book. I, 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 I think I think that was a little overboard. Yeah, personally, sure. But I mean, because I, I, I did see a thing today, and actually, I was I was reading it with Jessica. There was actually a list of you cannot have this, 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 or this. But like small items like wands, sonic screwdrivers, you know, things that are not considered real weaponry, right, could be brought in. Because like because uh, even even yesterday, I was kind of jittery about bringing in my umbrella for my Hagrid cosplay because right. they were saying, but. On the list, it said if you have an umbrella, you can bring it. Okay. So, yeah, I think unless I think that's unless you're cosplaying so as the they penguin, make, did they make the list like today? They they yeah they <laughs> okay, made the list all right. today. So maybe it was before the list was made that all we right. were hearing all those silly things. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. It might be a reaction to the complaints that you're listing. Right. That yeah, they yeah, made yeah. that list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's silly. So so enough about that. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about, you know, get a little bit more upbeat with the, with the, the stuff that we saw, stuff. the fun stuff that we saw at Con <laughs> today. Uh, but again, Jessica, thank you for, for giving your input and uh, and just for being so darn cute. Oh, <laughs> thank you for having me, and I'm going to ignore that comment. <laughs> oh, all right, we'll be right back. Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience with clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel, Science Channel and the National Geographic Television. 
She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, www.cleverartstudio.com. BYTS, Beyond Technology Solutions, has a computer repair shop in the East Valley on the southeast corner of Rucker and University, where over the last three years, it has grown in personnel and in reputation for being affordable and efficient. They do PC, Mac, cell phone repairs and sell refurbished computers. All right, we are back. Uh, now, just so you know, the, the last segment, uh, we, we actually forgot to mention that uh, we're actually sitting outside uh, on the balcony of, uh, of a hotel room. So you're probably hearing a lot of background noise. That's uh, kind of cool, cars. I think. It's actually the street right There was right no horn this time. Yeah, not this, no. not this, we had not two this time. last time. Yeah, we did have two. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah. Jared so, has so. a girlfriend. Oh, she's going. She went there. <laughs> she's, she's smart, and I like her for she that. She is really so. smart. She is. Well, I, I why, 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 why she's with me, I have no That's idea. That's the part that I'm saying. Oh, I, I, knew, I hear this. I hear she's smart, and she's smart, but she's with Jared. And she was, she was pretty cute. I know she's yeah. <laughs> she, she's peeking around the corner going, stop talking about me. <laughs> stop talking about me going out internationally. Aww. We have listeners in Germany and Russia now. Yeah, we, we I actually heard That's that. Awesome. We got Republic of Russia. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah. sweet. Okay. Um, all right. Huh. So, uh I know, I know, uh, Artab, uh, you know, you, you and I were on uh, pretty much on the con floor pretty much all day today. Oh, yeah, my feet are killing me. Yeah, mine are killing me. Uh, I know, uh, uh, Cameron, you said that you saw, you were, you were pretty much in panels all day I was in panels long. all day. So what did you see? I saw uh, the JDA, the, the Jason David Frank panel. Nice. Cool. Uh, and did then you drive his motorbike in? No. And then no. immediately after, there was Kevin Conroy of Batman the Animated Series fame. The voice of Batman. And then uh, I caught up and watched the uh, MST, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 panel. Nice. For the new series. So I was covering panels. Cool. Nice. Anything specifically in any of those panels that was just too much that you have to mention? Um, people like to ask Jason David Frank the same question over and over and over again, like a lot. Which what is, is it? Uh, what is your favorite? Which ranger is your favorite that you've been? Was it multiple times in the same panel? I was hoping that he, every. Oh yeah, no. Oh, every, wow. Like almost every other question was, "What ranger was your favorite?" <laughs> and uh, I was hoping that he would mess with him and be like, and say a different color every time. <laughs> but it was I can always see that. Him doing that. I can see no, him doing that. he won't. He's very serious. Yeah. He got a little preachy. He even. And as soon as I commented to a friend of mine that he was getting preachy, he said himself, oh, man, I'm getting preachy. And I was like, oh. <laughs> now, so. I, I know uh, you actually posted a picture of somebody's cosplay that was in the Jason David Frank. That uh, is one of, uh, so it's a tie for favorite right now at uh, Comic-Con 2017. Uh, it, it was a bulk cosplay from Bulk and Skull from Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. uh, it was so spot on perfect, and then he even had a speaker that played their uh, theme music. Oh, oh nice! So I was, uh, <laughs> I was tickled. That would have been entertaining. <laughs> well, what, what, what's what's your other favorite that you saw? Uh, David S. Pumpkins. Yes. Oh, yeah, the one we put you posted. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, David S. Pumpkins. If you don't know, look it up on uh, on uh, Google, YouTube, and Google. Any questions? Google it. <laughs> I'm David Pumpkins. I'm David Pumpkins, man. Uh, so uh, were were you on the floor uh, at all How today, long? Amy? Or I've been I've been here most of, most of the day. Most actually. of the day, wow. yeah. Um, I was in the basement for a long time, and then we went back up to the uh, Hall of Heroes again, which I've actually been in twice now. I, we um, actually just made it today up there. Uh, yeah. Oh, to the Hall of Heroes. Yeah. Well, that mostly because they moved Tracy from the basement to the to the top floor. <laughs> yeah, we walked around. Um, I I went and saw Asta. We saw Tom Levine. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Um. And a bunch of other stuff up there, you know, people selling things. We went shopping. I didn't actually buy anything. I almost bought a pair of earrings. I know, I know you were talking about uh, one of these massage things. Oh, the Electrotherapy. Yeah. Electrotherapy <laughs> type <laughs> massage. Great. What did you think about that? Um, my boyfriend loved it, but I didn't like it. I, you know, it was like as soon as, I don't know, he, he came over and he put, a, he put it on my lower back, which they were putting him on the 
on their upper back, but I've been having issues with my lower back all day, so mm -hmm. they put him down there, and he set it up at, to four, which I guess isn't really that high, and I, I didn't, I didn't like the didn't sensation like at all, but Jason sitting next to me was loving it. I'm, so, I'm, I'm gonna have to try it out. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's like a, it's like a little handheld, and it, it, it controls like about how much electricity you're gonna. Yeah, it was like an iPod yourself size. with. Oh wow! It is. It's like an iPod back massage. Yeah, instead of instead of headphones, you got wires that go over your shoulder. Yeah, it's interesting. And basically, you're just getting little jolts of electricity. And it was funny because I'm sitting here telling Carol, I'm like, Wow, this is kind of good. This it feels good. It was like every couple of seconds, your, t your shoulders It doesn't even sound up. good when you're saying it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's kind of what it was. It was like, you, every, you know, a few seconds, you're getting this, and then it kind of releases the tension in your shoulders. And I'm like, You know <laughs> what? It, it, I got to admit, it did release some tension in my lower back. But... Get, getting there wasn't fun. I'm not even kidding you. I shed a tear. It freaked yeah. me. It, like, freaked me out in a weird way. Like... I was like, I don't, I don't think I like being electrocuted. I don't care. <laughs> See, if it should, felt better after, I don't yeah. care. You, sh you should uh, <laughs> become a, a, a bra member, uh, you know, the Blue Ribbon Army, Blue because Army, they yeah. actually had, um, I, they may still have, I never actually did find them, or I didn't really go looking either, but they actually had a masseuse in their in their lounge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Working oh. for tips. I That's am it. a Blue, well, I mean, I am on Facebook. No, 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 a paid yeah, member. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, allowed yeah. for the paid oh members. Oh my gosh, that would be so awesome. It, it was kind of cool. It was a whole big room where kids were like coloring over here, throwing oh, nice. uh, bean bags at over here. Were Carol got henna. Games. Carol got some henna. Wait a minute, where is it? <laughs> oh, it, it, it's still on there. It, it, it. Okay, I just can't see it. I guess out here in the dim yeah, light. But yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow it'll 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 darken up. Actually, uh, Jessica got it too. She got like a, a little dragon on her on her stomach. Oh, cute. It was cute. I might I, I might go in tomorrow and get something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, the the get bra a, get a face henna tattoo. I was where, just thinking that. Where I was, was thinking that? of Mike Tyson. Um, it, it's, it's, in, it's in the Brawl Lounge. It's in the west. Uh, yeah, it's the, the Blue Ribbon Army Lounge. Uh, it's oh, okay. on the, the west uh, the, the west building, 211, second floor. Um, yeah, if you are if you are if you a paid, paid, member. paid uh. membership or you can convince somebody who is a paid member to bring you in as a significant other, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can you can definitely come on in. Let's see. They know my wife. Can't so it can't be me. That might have to be you. <laughs> no, I, 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 they already know mine. Oh, I, I met okay. with with both Matt and Jen. So. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, they have they have all, all sorts of stuff like uh, board games, video games. They have like a little chillax area where you can just go and relax and get away and from I think everything. That's, I, think, nice. I think that's where the masseuse was because I didn't yeah. see any masseuse <laughs> in there. So. Yeah, but it, it's it's a nice nice little thing. And actually, right next door is the uh, Phoenix Gamers. Um, diversity lounge. Diversity, yeah. I uh, pretty much is a place anybody can go without, you know, feeling. Uh, There's one here in the Hyatt too. Yeah, yeah, they, mm -hmm. yeah. They're up here in the Hyatt too. Uh, the the diversity lounge is just you know a place where people can go and uh, if if they're feeling you know a little down and out whatnot or you know if if they heard somebody make a comment about their cosplay or about not fitting in right. I'm upset. Um, if you're upset, you know, you can actually go to the diversity lounge. And it's literally hmm. a safe space for anybody. Everybody's accepted. Everybody's welcome. Nobody's going to look at you weird for wearing a cosplay that isn't your body type or isn't your gender. Because I, I did see a couple of those in there yesterday. There's a lot of were, people. There's a lot. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I saw about, about at least three male Harley Quinns. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's, and there's it's cool. It's oh, yeah, so I cool. love it. <laughs> they're one of the guys pushing well, cross, the... Cross play is a big thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, one of the guys pushing the... Uh, cross play. The, the Tucson Comic Con was actually a, um, a Sailor Moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw a Sailor Moon, too, guy. And, and cross, just so we're clear, cross play is different from gender bending. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> Gen gender bending is a male version of that character. Cross or an play. opposite sex version. Or, 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 yeah, an opposite, opposite character or opposite gender, gender of opposite that character. character. Uh, Crossplay is literally you are a man or woman playing the opposite gender. Uh, like Wait, actually, what's the difference? I'm I'm okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, so, so essentially, like the, the Harley Quinns that you saw today, right? those are uh, the male Harley Quinns, the, those are what you call gender swap. They make it their own ah. uh, to fit a male persona. 
Oh. But if you saw a man dressed up like a female Harley Quinn, literally right. curves. That's you know, what, yeah, that's that, what I saw. The hair. And yeah, the hair, the, the shorts. You know, the shorts, any <laughs> yeah. of that type of stuff. If it specifically looks like it should be on a female body, but it is a ah, male body. I get it. Okay. That is crossplay. Okay, okay. Now, I, I saw a lot of crossplay. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. on that note, uh, I like that. But Jared, you actually got the opportunity to see someone do Lady Beard. Yes, yes. Actually, a friend of the show, uh, Lady Beard. Uh, yesterday, uh, there was actually a young lady who was uh, who was cosplaying as Lady Beard. Uh, she actually had a, a fake beard on. She had the, the pigtails, and she drew on a hairy, a hairy chest. Hairy chest that was kind of which, which was awesome. And I actually, I actually sent the picture to Lady Beard, and he was like, and I actually said, I just saw somebody cosplaying as you here oh. at Phoenix Comic Con. That's and spikes. he was like, that is so awesome. I need to get back there. <laughs> he so, is trying to come out. So he is. He is. That's um, a, the Lightning McQueen. Yeah, Lightning there. McQueen just went just went down the street. <laughs> <laughs> we heard that. So that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, so we got a lot of, lot of other things coming up here. Uh, tomorrow we're actually doing two separate podcasts, uh, 2 p.m., up at the Hall of Heroes by the A door. Correct. And we're going to have yeah. a special guest of Tracy Coco. Tracy Coco from uh, from pretty much all the different Star Treks. She is Star Trek. Yeah, she is Star Trek. She's and been pretty much on all of them. She, oh, I'm I mean, excited. she's on Voyager, on Next Generation, on Deep Space Nine. She was in practically all the movies. Is mm-hmm. she playing the same character in all of them? Or uh, no, it? she plays aliens in, in a lot of them. Uh, she plays Lieutenant J um, on the crew and most. And so it's kind of you know around. She started as an ensign, so once they gave her a name, and an orang, she, she started making, you know, more appearances. appearances oh, so. Okay. Yeah, but she she has played a lot of a lot of different aliens on uh, on the different uh, different iterations of Star Trek. Now, on on a similar note, you don't see this written anywhere uh, really, to be honest, because I follow her, I, I've kept up with it. But there is a web series um, based in the Star Trek universe, but they had to reverse the name Star Trek Renegade because of the legal ramifications. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, virtually, if you watch the show, you're going to go, uh, Voyager, Voyager, Star Trek, Star Trek, because you, know, you see all these people that are all members of the universe. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing about that project. Yeah, and, and they've actually got two, um, well, they've got two episodes out right now, and then they have their, their fuller episode that came out, so there's like three of them out there on Facebook, on uh, uh, YouTube. Uh, but she actually was in that also. Nice. Uh, but it was an alien character, so you won't be able to tell. But you can go to their website and look down at, at down near the bottom. It has cast or extra casts, and it'll have Tracy in that makeup. And she's. I talked to her this morning about it. She said that was the hardest, largest um, mask and face things that she's ever worn. Yeah. And it was quite I could see that. You know, speaking of that, what are these huge triangular... Pyramid head from Silent Hill. Okay, I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, it's Pyramid Head. He's pretty much the guy that comes and messes you up. Okay, Silent Hill is a horror. Yeah, Yeah, I've heard of it. I don't think I've actually never watched it. I should. It's a game. Oh, it's a game. It's a a video game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, de- not, it's, not, it's not like the movie that. Was oh, there we go. There. I'm getting a picture. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some, they are way freaking freaky. Oh yeah. She's and literally. They're they're awesome. Um, and then tomorrow night, I'm actually hopefully, uh, I do have a friend that's in from uh, in from California. California. Uh, his name is Christopher McCullough. He actually is a voice actor out there. Uh, he's actually played the voice of Vlad from Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, pretty much the 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 video uh, the video game. Five Nights at Freddy's, where you're a security guard in a Chuck E. Cheese-style pizza restaurant where those animatronics kind of come to life and try to scare you and kill you. <laughs> it has the weirdest fan base. Yes, it it's, does. It's one of those weird fan base fandoms. Kind of like on the lines of like My Little Pony. They, there's similarities there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, he said he'd love to be on the show if he can, uh, if he can come on out. So. Now, is that tomorrow's night? Yeah, that'll be tomorrow night. Okay. That'll be tomorrow night. That'll be kosher. Yeah. Uh, but that is our scheduled, we're going to get drunk off our ass night, so. <laughs> oh, he knows that and he wants to. Okay, well, we still have to pick up booze, so unless it's a BYOB. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. It'll be a very slow night if we don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, tomorrow is just the, the biggest day of Phoenix Comic Con. Saturdays is always the big one. Hopefully, 
uh, like we said before, the the lines won't be as long, uh, or in, or, yeah. or getting in, you know, hard to get in. I'm hoping they'll tweak the tweak the securities. They they should have learned a little bit today. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, you guys got any uh, any plans for tomorrow? Anything you're looking forward to? I'm going to Comic Con. I think I might be getting <laughs> my autographs tomorrow. Autographs tomorrow, nice. Autographs. I'm probably I I'm gonna definitely be here for two, but I'm not sure if I'm gonna be here in the evening or not yet. Oh, uh, that's fine. Yeah, I'm well, gonna try. We'll I'm gonna try though. Because uh, drinking with you guys is like, <laughs> it, it actually it sounds really fun. Well, you've actually drank with me before when we went down to your yoga pants. Oh thing yeah, the uh, actually you guys Casa. had a head. You guys had head start that night. I, I, I still That's need to. That's funny, I, right? I still need to make it down there because a lot. There's something about live band karaoke that I, I want. Oh. To do. Well, the it's yoga kinda, pants it's one really was kind of yeah. yoga yeah. pant one was kind of interesting because yeah, it's the same <laughs> band that does the, the live pants, the live karaoke live, too. Live mm-hmm. pants? Live pants. Live. <laughs> live yoga pants. Yes, my pants are live. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm hoping to at least get one autograph tomorrow. Of course, it's going to be of Jason, da- Jason David Frank. I'll either get an autograph or a photo op and I'll make sure to what, slip him the what, card. What time are you planning to do that? Because we could just hang out on the line together, I suppose. I, I have no idea. Because <laughs> I know it, it'll probably it'll have to be after the 2 o'clock, uh, after our 2 o'clock show. So we'll 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 see. We'll we'll coordinate. Far out. Yeah. Um, Far out. Yeah. So, so yeah, we do have still good. a little a couple odds and ends. So um, and and if you get the opportunity, once again, uh, try to find some of our people, our past. Uh, Tracy, who's going to be one of our guests, as I said, uh, she's out on the Hollow Heroes. They actually moved her up from the ground floor. She's in the Hollow Heroes nine twenty nine. So go visit her, check her out. Mm-hmm. Uh, get oh, a picture. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. You said you, you ran into, into Asta earlier today. I, I talked to her also, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. He, she told me she saw you, too. Yeah. 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 So. Um, and, and, you know, I didn't realize that her husband's family have the booth next to her, so we got to meet. Well, that's oh. why that guy kept reaching across and putting pictures in for her. I was kind of curious about that. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, it was cute. They had all their art. It was like a family affair. It was beautiful. Nice. <laughs> it was pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. They actually did say that they might try to make it up to our 8 o'clock uh, showing. So. Nice. She said she told me either 2 o'clock or 8 o'clock. I said, well, you should come at the 2 in case I mi- miss the 8, so I don't know. I was telling her she'd come to the 8. Yeah, because <laughs> you got Tracy there. Yeah, and we got we got you know trains. <laughs> she, she seems like she would be a fun drunk. Actually. Oh my gosh! Right? She was she. Totally, yeah. That would be entertaining. That would be. That would. Yeah. Be. Yeah. You're right. We may uh, have to knock out the wall, throw out the guests, and start spreading. I out. know, right? <laughs> uh, and then of course Sunday is the last day of Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, if we could do this all week long, that'd be that'd be awesome. But I know. Oh. Um, by, by the way, anybody who is at Phoenix Comic Con that's listening to this, uh, if you went down onto Third Street and you went into the beer uh, the beer garden, uh, the, the I think it's like the Moss Eisley uh, Cantina that, that that's what they're calling it. The sangria is delicious. <laughs> Shout out for the bar. He's yeah. not getting paid to say that. I'm not getting paid to say that at all, but it is delicious, and I I'm probably gonna get some more tomorrow. I'm ready for one right now. Oh yeah! Dude, I was I was down. We were downstairs at the network bar last night, and we actually. Now I'm not a big fan of the size of the drinks, but uh, we had the wen- or I had the wench. I actually had two of them. Uh, well, actually, when the f- full name of it was. Uh, it, it was like a fruit fruit punch thing. Yeah, and it was actually quite flavorful. And after the second one, I kind of felt it coming back upstairs. I'm like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah, nice. I still could have done nice. about four or five more, but jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, I had the the Jack Sparrow grog, which was like a dark rum, lime juice, and brown sugar, mm. and it was it was tasty. It that was sounds kind of cool, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like my melon ball. It's like Kool Aid, you know. Just when you get down to the bottom, all the vodka <laughs> I feel, hits. I feel like, so oh, boring. Shit. I went to the bar inside and had a Corona. It didn't, oh. have, it didn't even have a lime in it. it didn't have lime. Oh, I started with a Bud Light. I started with a Bud Light. How's that? <laughs> just never there that thirsty. <laughs> See, that's right. what we got to do. More parties that we drink at. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely, guys, make sure you keep listening. Uh, of course, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. There's our beep. And yeah, there's another honk. <laughs> and if you really, really like us, give us money. You can go to the Patreon page. Yeah, that's support right. support us that way. <laughs> that's right. We do We do have a Patreon page set up. Uh, so, I mean, we. I, I know we all want to keep doing stuff like this. And Yeah, if you appreciate our content, 
We we yeah. want. I was just like, gonna say. You feel like you, you want to support us? We, we do want have a Patreon page. <laughs> yeah, we want to come to you guys. Yeah, I yeah, didn't if, word it right. Yeah. If, if 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 you love us, come to the Patreon page. If you hate us, come, come to, to the, the Patreon, Patreon there page. There we go. <laughs> donate donate some money so we can learn how to do this better. Or so yeah. we well, if we make enough, we can just retire so they yeah, could, they oh. could hate us into retirement. Oh, I don't I like know. That. I like that. Hashtag hate us into retirement. Yes, it's mine now. Pay us to never talk again. I like that. Yeah. Uh, but again, if you see uh, if you see any of us out, out there on the floor, or you see us on Facebook. Feel free. Uh, we've taken a lot of pictures. Uh, like I said, anybody who's seen their own picture on our Facebook page, tag it. tag it, steal it. Just make sure you like the page. Yep. Yep. And I'll be wearing my actual Conair T-shirt tomorrow. So. Yeah, mine mine's still in my closet. Yeah. I don't have one. I know. I that's been. I've had it, and I'm sitting here going. Where I need to do the cut thing. I always take the t-shirts and make them all cool. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll try to get it to you sometime in the near future. I found it, and I'm like, who didn't get it? And I can't. <laughs> I couldn't remember. So. Moi. So and then of course Cameron doesn't even have one yet. <laughs> hey, <laughs> they don't make them in size fat. Oh. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> right there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think we're going to go ahead and call it a night. It Just, is night. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is you night. You can tell we're on the night. balcony. There are no lights there. Yeah, well, hey. they, they, they can't tell. They're listening. Oh, sorry. We, for can, the we can all go back building. down to Comic-Con right now. You know, that is true. They're that's, doing. That's they're doing. They're still doing. They're still doing. There's doing going on. They're still doing. I don't know. I think Jessica and I are going to go to the pool. I want to go to the pool. You were in the pool last night. I like us swimming. Yeah. Every night. All right, so uh, <laughs> so from all of us here at Conair Radio, of course, here at Phoenix Comic Con, thank you for listening, Woo-hoo. and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. And listen to us tomorrow. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.